Hello and welcome back to the show. Uh, today we're going to be discussing a wide variety of things from the NFL Week 4 uh, to an obscene amount of college upsets to the NBA Finals and uh, heat injuries. And finally, um, after discussing some interesting history about the Bears and the Colts games, we're going to be going over some NFL early voting um, and awards picks. Alright, let's hop right into this. So for everyone, uh, it's about to be week three of the NFL for or week four of the NFL. My bad. Um, for the Jets and the Broncos, they have just finished week four. Um, the Jets have lost. They're currently zero and four, and the Broncos managed to escape with a win. Um, they moved to one and three, and the Jets are not looking good. I mean, they're really not looking good. And I can't put this on Darnold. I just can't. I mean, normally when there's a lot of problems, you put it on the quarterback, but. This is almost all case. And, and the inordinate amount of injuries. I mean, if we just look at their injury report, uh, the people that are out, Jameson Crowder, wide receiver, Ashton Davis, safety, George Fant, tackle, Brashad Perriman, wide receiver, Quincy Wilson, cornerback. The people that are questionable are Braxton Barrios, wide receiver, Nate Harrison, cornerback, Connor McGovern, offensive guard. And the people that are reserved or uh, injured or physically unable to perform um, are Kyron Brown, defensive back, Bryce Hall, a cornerback, Le'Veon Bell, running back, Blake Cashman, linebacker, Cameron Clark, offensive line, Arthur Mallett, cornerback, Denzel Mims, wide receiver, Patrick Onwasar, linebacker, Jeff Smith, wide receiver, Vincent Smith, wide receiver, and Jabari Zuniga, defensive lineman. So, uh, injuries haven't necessarily been kind to the Jets, but they haven't been kind to the Broncos either. Um, uh, the league ranked in points for in yards 31st. The league ranked defense in points in uh, points for 30th and in yards 18th. Um, and I wanted to go over something really quickly. Um, and this is Darnold's stats along with their um, rushing and receiving stats. Uh, um, let's let's just go over these. So Darnold is 0-4. He's 59.4% completion, three touchdowns, four interceptions, 198 yards per game, QB rating of um, 46.7 and a quarterback rating of 70.7, 12 sacks. Um, comparing that to the opposing teams that he's played this year, it's three touchdowns to seven touchdowns, so they have more. The same amount of interceptions. Um, they have 247.5 yards per game. They have 200. Uh, uh, the Jets have 202. Um, the Jets... Donald has been sacked 12 times. Opposing team quarterbacks have been sacked six in total. Um, the rushing and receiving, though, is quite scary. Uh, they have two total rushing touchdowns in four games, uh, three total receiving yards in four games, and 1,200 yards per scrimmage, opposed to 1,400 yards per scrimmage. So they're not doing well. But this is all on case. This isn't on Darnold. Darnold has hints of brilliance. Darnold is young. You can't put this all on Darnold. Darnold has a very injured lineup. This is not Darnold's problem. This is Gase's problem. They lost to the Broncos. I think Gase should be out of there immediately. The Broncos, they also have a very injured team. Uh, the players that are out are Devontae Harris, cornerback, and Drew Locke, starting quarterback. Uh, Philip Lindsay, the running back, is doubtful. Jerry Judy, the wide receiver, who had a phenomenal game against the Jets. Um, he's questionable. Um... Uh, Judy had a great game. He had one touchdown, 61 yards, um, and his touchdown was quite magical. It was a Randy Moss-esque moment. Um, uh, Jonathan Harris, your defensive end, is on reserve. Uh, Non-football moments, and then on the reserve to injured are Mark Barron, linebacker, A.J. Bouye, cornerback, Dramont Jones, defensive lineman, Vaughn Miller, uh, 
linebacker, Justin Strain, linebacker, Cortland Sutton, wide receiver, Demarcus Walker, defensive end. Uh, the league ranking offense is 27th in uh, points for, 29th in yards. Uh, league ranking defense is 13th in points for and 17th in yards. Um, as opposed to other teams, they have a 59.9% quarterback completion rating compared to 65.1, uh, 963 throwing yards compared to 1,103, uh, six touchdowns compared to seven, six interceptions compared to one. Um, they have a... a They've been sacked 13 times compared to 10, um, and they have one fourth quarter comeback slash game-winning drive compared to none. Um, the Broncos The Broncos next week, uh, they play the Patriots. I expect them to lose that game, um, although Cam Newton will not be playing for the Patriots. Um, I expect them to lose that game, drop to 1-4, and four, and then they play Miami. Um, and I want to see how Miami does this weekend against Seattle. But the Broncos are stuck with injuries. I mean... Their wide receiver core is great, Judy and Walk and Sutton, but they're injured. Walk, you know, had a promising uh, 2019 season, and he looked like he could come into the 2020 season and do really well, but he's out. Their defense is shattered. Barron, Boye, Jones, Miller, Stranad, Walker, they're all out. Um, this has been a very tough season um, for both these teams with young players. Um I'm not sure how much longer Vic Fangio is going to be around. Nah, he didn't really have <laughs> Vic Fangio. Didn't really hasn't really had the best season yet. Um, so I want to see how well he does. Uh, looking at the other teams, um, starting with the AFC East, and we're just going to go over like a quick record. Uh, Buffalo's three and zero. New England is two and one. Miami's one and two. New York is zero and four. The our lovely football team is one and two. Dallas is one and two. Philadelphia is zero two and one. And New York Jets is zero and three. And I don't think any teams from the NFC East should go into the playoffs. And I think every team from the NFC West should go into the playoffs. The NFC East has no play has no teams that are above five hundred. The NFC West has every team above five hundred. No team in the NFC East has two wins. Every team in the NFC West has at least two wins. Every team in the NFC East has at least two losses. No team in the NFC West has more than one losses, including an undefeated Seahawks. I think I made my case. The AFC North, uh, Pittsburgh is three and zero. They're looking pretty strong. Cleveland's two and one. Baltimore's two and one. Cincinnati's oh two and one. And I want to get back on the Cincinnati, but I think Burrow's doing amazing for a rookie. I mean, his offensive line is dog shit, but I think he's doing really well, and I think he has the potential to get uh, and to do significantly better. Um, NFC North, Green Bay's three and zero. Chicago's three and zero. I'm I'm not sure about Chicago yet. They had a lucky comeback, and the Falcons blew a big lead. Um, so I want to see how they do this week against the Colts, who are 2-1. and one. And there's an interesting history behind the, the Bears-Colts game, and that's actually really exciting. Um, Detroit is 1-2. and two at Minneapolis, Minnesota's 0-3. Minnesota plays the Texans this week. They're also 0-3. Um, so let's hope that we're, we're one of those teams is going to get a win. Um, Minnesota seems to just be not clicking. Um, Dalvin Cook seems to be having a somewhat good year. Uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, you can't really say the same. They're just they're just not playing well. Tennessee's three and zero. They're looking good. Indiana, Indianapolis is two and one. Jacksonville is one and two. Houston is zero and three. That wraps up the AFC South. Uh, moving to the NFC South, Tampa Bay's two and one. Brady's looked better after they're a, somewhat of a slow start. Carolina's one and two. Uh, they're gonna definitely feel the loss of Christian McCaffrey. Um, and that's going to definitely hurt them. <laughs> New Orleans 1-2, and two, and Atlanta can't hold a solid lead. So far, they're 0-3, um, but don't expect them to blow this one and go positive. The AFC West, um, 
Kansas City is 3-0. They're looking amazing. Las Vegas is 2-1. They're looking amazing. Uh, their defense is getting big fourth down stops. Um, Carr's looking good. Um, the Chargers, 1-2. Uh, I think Herbert's going to have a good year. I think you should play Herbert and not play Taylor. Uh, Denver, 1-3. We discussed them. And then the NFC West, which is by far the most competitive division. Uh, my Seahawks are 3-0. The Rams are 2-1. They had a good game against the Bills. They lost on almost the last possession. They lost on the last possession, almost last second touchdown by Josh Allen, who's been killing it for me in fantasy. But beyond that, Josh Allen's had a really good year, and I think he's going to be in potential MVP conversation. Uh, the Niners are 2-1. Um, they got upset by the car, or not upset, but they got beat by the Cardinals in Week One. Uh, they have some horrible injuries on the Niners, and then Arizona is two and one, and Arizona is a fun, young, and exciting team, and everything is going to turn out uh, really well for them this season. I think that there's a chance that all four teams go into the playoffs. But if we look at the schedule for this week. Um, the Broncos beat the Jets 37-28. The Saints play the Lions. I have Saints winning that game. Chargers play the Buccaneers. I think I'm going to have the Bucks winning that game. Uh, Jaguars play the Bengals. I think I'm going to have the Bengals winning that game. Bengals are going to get their first one on the season against a Jacksonville team that's 1-2. and two. Uh, The Vikings play the Texans. I'm sure that one team will go 0-4 and, and one team will go 1-3. I don't know. I don't particularly watch teams that go 0-3. I think that they're both playing horribly right now. Uh, Deshaun Watson is... Desperately missing uh, DeAndre Hopkins and the Vikings just can't do anything proper. Uh, the Seahawks play the Dolphins. Uh, I think I, I, see, I have Seattle easily beating uh, Miami. The uh, Browns play the Cowboys. I um, Apparently, I just heard that one of the Cowboys' offensive line got injured. Um, let me make sure that I got this correct because this is important. Um, injuries put Cowboys' offensive line in rare state of flux. According to Yahoo Sports... Um, uh, so in this article, uh, it talks about how uh, Tyron Smith is on track to return after missing two games, but Lyle Collins uh, is potentially out with a season-ending injury. Um, so moving on to the rest of the schedule, um, the Cardinals play the Panthers. They have the Cardinals easily beating the Panthers um, without a McCaffrey. Uh, the Colts play the Bears. Um, I don't know who's going to win this game. Game's at 145 Pacific. Bears are 3-0. and Colts are 2-1. and um, so I don't know how I was going to win, but I, I did notice something very interesting about this game, and I saw it on Reddit. Uh, this is what it said. Uh, since, di since division realignment in 2002, when the Bears and Colts played during the regular season, it has coincided with the presidential election. The winner of the Bears-Colts game has always determined the winner of that presidential year. When the Colts win, a Republican has won the election. When the Bears win, a Democrat has won the election. So in 2004, the Colts won, and George W. Bush, a Republican, was nominated. 2008 and 12, the Bears won, and Obama won in 2008 and re-election in 2012. Um, as a Democrat, in 2016, the Colts won, um, and Donald Trump won the Republican Party, and he won the nomination uh, for president. So... If history repeats itself, the Bears and the Colts are going to have a serious determination on what happens in October. I have no idea what's going to happen in that game. I think they both look good. This is going to be a real test for the Bears to see if they're more than a fluke. Um, and it's going to be a good game for the Colts as well to see if they can keep up with undefeated teams. Ravens play the Washington football team. Uh, but yeah, uh, I think the Ravens should yeah, beat Washington. Um, I think it'll be a, a competitive game. Um, Terry McLaurin is going to be coming back, and he's going to be playing. He played last week, and there was some scary some sort of injury. He's going to be playing this week. The Giants play the Rams. The Rams are easily going to handle the Giants. Um, both New York teams are playing horrible right now um, with a combined 0-7 record. They haven't won a single game. 
What a disappointment. Uh, the Patriots play the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning this game. The Bills play the Raiders. The Bills are going to keep it their hot streak. They're going to go 4-0. Uh, Eagles play the 49ers. Now that the 49ers have Nick Mullins and Raheem Mostert isn't playing this game, I have a feeling that they're going to win. And the Falcons play the Packers. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons blew another lead. Um, and the Packers took over. Aaron Rodgers is looking really, really good. Um, now, let's get to... Now, let's get to some hot takes. These aren't necessarily hot takes, but these are some things that I want to talk about. Um, MVP rating, MVP race, I think Russell Wilson leads it. Um, and I don't think that there's any question about that. Um, on the offensive level, I think Seattle has one of the best offenses. I think overall, uh, Kansas City has probably one of the best uh, overall teams. Um, and I think the top five defenses in the league are the Colts, Niners, Ravens, Chargers, and Steelers. The Colts defense had a field day uh, with the Ravens. It cost me dearly in fantasy. They put up 27 points. Um, um, but they had a field day. The Niners are looking good. Um, the Colts have four touchdowns and six interceptions on defense, six turnovers. Um, they've allowed 676 yards and 4.4 yards per play. The Niners, 912 yards, 4.8 yards per play, four turnovers, two fumble recoveries. Uh, two touchdowns and two interceptions. The Ravens, six touchdowns, two interceptions, 5.7 yards per play, 1,127 yards. Chargers at 1,011 um, yards, 5.4 yards per play, two turnovers, one fumble, three touchdowns, and one interception. And the Steelers are um, 870 yards, 4.8 yards per play, uh, five turnovers, one fumble recovery, uh, six touchdowns, and four interceptions. So there's a, that's where I think we land on defenses. Coach of the year, I think we have to wait a little bit longer, um, see which teams are really really going to do well and see which teams aren't going to do well. I think Cliff Kingsbury should be in the nomination. Uh, so far, he's really managed to uh, make... Uh, I think he's really managed to make Kyler Murray comfortable in his role, in his role as quarterback, and I think that he's really surrounded him with the talent. Um to help him be successful. Um, I think we're going to have to wait a couple more weeks until we make more predictions. I'll be back sooner than that, don't you worry. Um, we're going to have to make a couple more weeks until we make a couple more predictions. But as right now, right now my Super Bowl prediction, I think I wouldn't be surprised if I saw the Seahawks and the Chiefs playing in the Super Bowl. And I don't want to be biased because of the Seahawks. But the way that Russell Wilson has been playing and the way that Metcalf and Lockett have been playing, besides that one oopsie-daisies by Metcalf, um, which cost me a fantasy victory. Um, Lockett has been playing out of his mind. Our rushing game has been playing well. Chris Carson has been doing really well. Um, there was a tackle last Saturday, Sunday, and one of their Cowboys defensive linemen, I don't remember his name, but he tackled Carson. He rolled him up. It was a very dirty play. He's a typical Cowboys uh, type player. Um, and the Chiefs are just clicking on all cylinders. I mean, they had one little scare against... Uh, the Chargers, when they Harrison Bucker had to make three 50-yarders in a row, um, they almost lost to a rookie quarterback. But I think their decisive victory over the Ravens uh, is going to help them out in the long run. And I would not be surprised if I were to see a Kansas City-Seattle Super Bowl. Now let's talk about college football because this is wildly entertaining. I have to, I, I have the perspective that I think college football is significantly better than the NFL because they don't they have everything to play for and nothing to lose. They're not playing for money, um, which is a reason why I'm hesitant about uh, integrating money into uh, the NCAA for college. There's only four spots. 
uh, to make it to the playoffs, not as many as in the NFL. I'm comparing to the NFL one uh, where you have 14 teams, a seven per conference, rather than the prior 12th team um, in the new CBA that was signed. College is only four, so there's a lot less to play for college. If you lose one game, you could be out. Um, so you have to play, you have everything to play for. In the NFL, you could lose five, six, seven games and you could still make it in as a wild card team. Uh, but, and that's the, so college has historically a lot of upsets. Uh, we're going to go over some of the upsets and we're going to go over some of the rankings and we are going to wait and see how things are going to play out because I have a feeling this is going to be a very interesting and intense year uh, for college. Now, let's begin with the rankings and some of the upsets. Okay, so we're now entering a week six of the NCAA football, but let's just go over a couple of the larger upsets. Those didn't really occur until week four. Uh, Kansas State beat Oklahoma 38-35. to Unranked Kansas State beat Oklahoma 38-35. Um, Oklahoma's now 18th. Texas Tech... Um, who was nine beat Texas or Texas beat Texas Tech who was nine um, 63 to 56 in a final overtime game Mississippi State beat LSU 44 to 34 um, and that was everything for that week but you come to week five and this was an even crazier week TCU beat Texas today 33 to 31 NC State beat 24 ranked Pittsburgh 30 to 29 um, uh, Georgia beat Auburn uh, 27 to 6 and LSU came back to their winning ways uh, they won 41-7, and Oklahoma lost again <laughs> to Iowa State, 37-30. So if you look at the rankings today, Clemson's uh, 1, Alabama's 2, Florida's 3, Georgia's 4, New Orleans 5, Ohio State's 6, Auburn's 7, and Ohio State is 6 without even having played a game yet. Uh, Auburn is 7th, Miami's 8th, Texas is ninth, Penn is 10th, and they haven't even played a game yet. Uh, UCF is 11th, uh, they lost today. Uh, UNC's 12th, um, they're undefeated, A&M is 13th, Oregon is 14th, and they haven't played a game yet. Um, Cincinnati's 15th, MS State is 16th, Oklahoma's 18th, um, they have a losing record, Wisconsin's 19th, they haven't played a game yet, LSU's 20th, Tennessee's 21st, BYU's 22nd, uh, they're undefeated, so is uh, Tennessee, Michigan hasn't lost, uh, Michigan hasn't played yet, the 23rd, Pittsburgh is 24th, and Memphis is 25th. So, I think that the ratings will probably change a bit, Florida always normally does well at the beginning of the season, so then towards the middle and the end of the season, they normally tend to drop uh, a couple of games. Uh, I think Clemson and Alabama will go, uh, they will be uh, one and two, respectively, I think Georgia will go in as a three, and well, it depends on the see if the Big Ten is... Uh, going to be playing this year. Uh, Pac-12 just came out recently. They said that they're going to be playing, um, but they're not. I don't think they're going to have any fans there. Um, so that's that. And expect for a lot more um, upsets to happen because of COVID and a lot more upsets to happen because it's college and everyone loves college. And yeah, speaking of COVID, I wanted to go back to the NFL. This is a bit of a tangent, but I think the NFL were COVID idiots. They handled it horribly. All their top players are injured. There was no preseason. They got rid of the Pro Bowl. They signed the CBA, which added an extra game and an extra playoff team. They're having more games with more players that are better injured, that are young as well. You're not talking about people that are Frank Gore. You're talking about Drew Locks, Cortland Sutton's, Saquon Barkley's, um, um, Nick Bosa's, um, Christian McCaffrey's, young players getting injured. Um, no preseason to integrate the rookies into. You're just them straight into six, 17 week games, and I think that they did a horrible job with it. Absolutely horrible job with it. Okay, now let's move on to the Heat versus the Lakers. So, uh, the Lakers are up 2 zip. Um, 
So far, they've been pretty dominant in this series, or at least uh, Anthony Davis has been pretty dominant. Um, in game one, um, no, wait, that's wrong. Wait. Uh, in game one, they won 116 to 98. Butler dropped uh, for the Heat. Butler dropped 23. Crowder dropped 12. Bam dropped eight um, and four. Uh, Duncan Robinson hasn't dropped any points yet. This playoffs, uh, at least in this finals, I think. Goron dropped 16 or six. Uh, Hero dropped 14. Uh, Iguodala dropped seven, and none dropped 18. For the Lakers, Davis dropped 34 at a monstrous game. LeBron dropped 25. Dwight Howard dropped two. Uh, Cowboy Pope dropped 13. Danny Green dropped 11. Rajon Rondo dropped seven. Caruso dropped 10. They had five players in double digits uh, compared to the Heat, who only had four players in double digits. Um, and uh, Goran Dragic and Bam Adebayo were both injured. Uh, looking at their injury, um, they weren't able to play... Uh, Bam Adebayo and Goran Dragic were both listed as doubtful for Game 3. Um, and that's really bad for the Heat. I mean, Butler's great. Hero's phenomenal. Um, but Bam is the center of this team. He's a phenomenal player. He's young. He's versatile. He's great on defense. And the Miami Heat are really going to miss him. They're really going to miss him. And they want to get him back as soon as possible. Uh, game 2, they won 124 to 114. So it was a bit of a closer game by the Heat. Butler dropped 25. Crowder dropped uh, 12. Uh, Myers Leonard dropped uh, 7. Hero dropped 17. Robinson dropped 9. Olenek dropped 24. He had a decently good game. He had a lot of minutes. So, Jesus, 37. Uh, none dropped 13. It would all drop 7. They had five players in double digits. Um, the Lakers had five players in double digits as well. Davis dropped 32. LeBron dropped 33. Um, and Davis Caldwell Pope dropped 11. Howard dropped 6. Danny Green dropped 3. Rondo dropped 16. Kuzma dropped 6. Kuzma dropped 11. Uh, oh, my bad. My uh, headphones just became unplugged. Um, I had the... Heat as a dark horse team may possibly winning a couple games this series, and if they were playing really well, and if the Lakers weren't playing that well, maybe taking it all. I don't think that's the case anymore, but I think they're going to be a problem in the East. I think they're going to be a big, big problem in the East. They have a young team. They have a hungry team. They have a team that's willing to do anything in order to win. They upset the Bucks. They upset the Celtics. They beat the Pacers. They have a good team. They have a good coach. Pat Riley is great. I'm looking forward to watching more Heat games. Well, I think tomorrow, tonight, um, or later tomorrow, and in the future. I think the Lakers are going to take this series. I think if Adebayo and Drogic are out for a couple more games, the Lakers may sweep this series. Um, I hope the Heat win one. I hope that Bam and Drogic can come back. Um, and if not, then they come back healthy, ready, and hungry. For potential next year where they're playing at home. I think Tyler Hero is a great rookie. I think Kendrick Nunn is a great rookie. I think Butler is a great veteran to have on the team. I think Crowder and Iguodala have dipped back into their peaks, or not necessarily their peaks, but into versions of their primes per se, and they're playing well. I think Adebayo is the center of this team. I wouldn't say that he's the leader, but he's the center of this team, and I think they're going to do well. The Lakers are just star-studded. Davis, LeBron, um, you know, you could consider Alex Cruz a star. Um, but yeah, the Lakers, you know, they're not surprising. They're doing well. Um, I, I have a suspicion that they're going to win the finals. I think 
Uh, Anthony Davis deserves final MVP. I do not think LeBron deserves it. LeBron is putting up great stats, but I think Anthony Davis is um, having himself a series. Um, and that's about it. So my predictions. So just to recap, my predictions for the NFL are set. Um, for college, oh, I can make college predictions right now. Actually, I haven't even wrote a stuff. Um, what games are on next week? Okay, uh, Florida plays AM, Florida's winning, Texas plays Oklahoma, Texas is winning, uh, BYU's playing UTSA, BYU's winning, Pittsburgh plays Boston. No idea, I'll just say Pittsburgh. Mississippi State plays Kentucky, Mississippi wins, Florida State plays Notre Dame, Florida's losing, LSU plays Missouri, LSU's winning, uh, Miami, Florida, that's gonna be a great game. Uh, Miami, Clemson, that's gonna be a great game. Clemson's taking it, Auburn, Arkansas, Auburn. Uh, Bama, Mississippi, Bama, UNC, Virginia Tech, uh, UNC, um, and then Tennessee, Georgia. I'm going to take Georgia. So I'm taking the higher-ranked team in all of these. Um, yeah. And I think that that's actually a decently accurate prediction. I, you know, there could be an upset um, maybe in the Pittsburgh-Boston College game, the Mississippi State-Kentucky game, or the UNC-Virginia Tech game. I don't think there will be an upset in any of the other games. Um, I've laid out... Uh, my MVP, Rookie of the Year, and every other stat for um, the NFL. I've laid out what teams I think are going to do well, what teams I think are going to win. Uh, the NBA, uh, I have the Lakers winning this game tonight because uh, Bam and Goran are doubtful. I think if they come back, then uh, the Heat may win. Actually, the Heat will win if they come back. Uh, if not, I think that the Lakers are going to win this game and most likely the series if uh, Bam and Goran are uh, not playing for the rest of the series. Um, nothing else to play. Nothing else to say. Uh, soccer starting back up. The Chippies League drivers a couple of days ago. That's going to be always fun. Um, the NFL is just going to get more entertaining. College football is just going to get more entertaining. I may do a couple live streams where we watch games together and I commentate on them. Uh, the NBA is going to be heading into an off season. Um, and yeah, and no other news. Uh, NFL is thinking about maybe putting other players in a hotel's room. They still have to come to an agreement with the NFLPA. Um, and that's it. I will we'll talk to you guys soonish. Um, hopefully, uh, I will be more consistent with my upload schedule. Um, school's a bit annoying right now, um, but it is what it is. And I will work on getting more NFL stuff out to you and quickly. All right. Cheers. See ya. Stay safe. Um, stay humble. And. Have fun watching sports this weekend. All right, peace out. Bye bye.